Hey everybody, coming at you live from the Cincinnati Zoo inside Harambe's old enclosure. Today we're going to be talking about music, all things music. Harambe, this one's for you. Welcome to the malarkey of my mind. joining us on this wonderful episode of the malarkey in my mind where we will be talking about as nathan said in the intro music everything well, that has to deal with music we will be talking about today and every single thing music. we will we will cover every topic within music every single one starting with the circle of fifths <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't know the circle of fifths yeah, i, I don't never know the circle. I don't even... <laughs> really i oh so Honestly, maybe not everything to do with music. I really like music. Yeah, yeah, I, same. Music is a huge part of my life. Like, as I said in a, in a previous episode, I always wanted to be a music producer. But then also, as I said in that episode, it was a lot of work. And I was like, nah, I'll just enjoy music. I did like play a little bit of music in high school. I played in band and I, I really enjoy music, like I said. But I never learned music. Yeah. I, I loved way. music. I tried to learn piano. But I got bored uh, trying to learn because I was not good right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to learn a guitar. was not good right away. So I gave up. Um, I I mean, I got really good at lip syncing on the bus because <laughs> uh, me and my, my friends would just watch me go crazy listening to uh, Cascada, you know, wow, that kind of stuff. Wow. Yeah. So it sounds like yeah. to me that if there's something that you're not instantly <laughs> good at, you don't want to do it. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's definitely one of my flaws. Like yeah. I, I try to be the best at everything I do. And if I encounter like, the smallest inconvenience on that step, I have to fight to overcome it. <laughs> Would you say <laughs> that you want to be the very best? That like, no, one no one ever one was. Ever was? Yeah. 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 100%. That's awesome. Me and Ash Ketchum, same guy. <laughs> Honestly. Except like when he came across a trial, he like, you know, actually didn't give well, up. Well, I do, I do that now. Now. Yeah, yeah. Right. I've, I've had some personal growth in my 27 years of life. <laughs> but you know you know what? Uh, we started and uh, it just worked out great from the beginning. This podcast. This podcast. Hey, man. I did, and, and I did three episodes. Podcast, I did three episodes before I even thought, that's hey, right. this would be way better with somebody else. Yeah. Well, actually, I think we were talking about me joining on the second episode. Yeah, yeah. But then, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I, I edited the third episode. That's right. Right. Yeah, yeah I, but I, I almost gave up. You could ask my wife, which none of you know who my wife is, but yeah, I talked to my wife and I was like, I'm going to quit doing this after one episode. So, you know, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. <laughs> but like one thing that I really like about our podcast, I mean, other than the content, I think our content is great. It's fun. It's fire. Some of it may be silly, <laughs> but it's it's fun. I yeah, really enjoy it. We like to enjoy it. our lives and, yeah. and mess around. But one thing that I really like is our intro song. It is so hype, man. It, it is it, it is, is very good. And you know, then, I, I you know, found that when I was looking for intro songs for the podcast. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, this is the jam yeah. that I want to open the podcast with. Yeah. And it is it is a banger. And the best yeah. part is <laughs> we own it now. Yeah, we own it. I, well, <laughs> I own the rights to it. We can yeah. use it legally. Yeah. I paid for that. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's legal. I, I mean, I love music. I've always loved music. I've always thought... Man, you know, it'd be really cool. And I still want to learn guitar. I think now at this point in my life, I'd be more willing to sit down and learn. Although 
I will never be as good as I would have been Yeah. if I had sat down and really plugged at it or with piano when I was like 10. Yeah, I, was, exactly. I was trying to learn and I just gave up. I think that it's a it's a very personal thing learning music like yeah. learning how to do it takes immense amounts of practice and and some people are incredibly gifted and they're able to learn it without yeah. any help I mean I I mean I feel bad I had the gift of having my mom my mom was a fantastic pianist right and she played all the time and if I had just shown dedication to be like I want to learn my mom would have ta- taught me. And she tried until I was like, no, mom, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> but I think I wasted like an opportunity to get really good at something that I think I, I would enjoy now. Right. But, but because it wasn't immediately beneficial to me, I just gave up. Right. So sorry, mom. I love you. <laughs> yeah. My brother, he's one of those people that can learn an instrument pretty quickly. Like he, he hasn't learned a whole bunch of instruments, but when he does, he just picks it up and he's... yeah. I don't know if he has perfect pitch, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did. I actually, no. Now that I say that, I know that he doesn't. My brother-in-law does but, have perfect pitch. Yeah. Yeah. So he is all. He also has synesthesia. Which, right. Yeah. yeah we talked. Yeah. About we that. talked about that. Um. But he has. He's a fantastic musician. Uh. Really good pianist, and he has perfect pitch. He's incredible. And that was another thing is like I had so many people in my life that were really talented musicians. Right. That I was like, I'm not that good. And if I try to learn how to do it now, I'll just give up. Mm-hmm. But I did really get into listening music in my like in my teens, like my early teens, you know, even preteens. I got really into listening to music because that was a way that I could find a way to express kind of what I was feeling without having to learn the music and having to deal with the shame of trying to pick something up and being made and fun failing of for it. At yeah. It, yeah. Because I didn't want to look dumb in front of the people. And like my brother-in-law is a genius. And before he was my brother-in-law, I mean, our families were super close. Right. And I was like, I don't want to look stupid. So I just didn't play any instruments. And the one instrument I played that I was pretty good at was trumpet. And I just gave up on it because I didn't want to look dumb. Yeah, I, I played, well, I played most of the like woodwind and brass instruments. I wasn't amazing at every single one, but I knew how to play them. Yeah. I didn't remember like, all of the fingerings for all the notes of each of them, but I I could pick it up and play it. And when I did play, uh, I played tuba was my main instrument. That was pretty fun. I did that for, uh, I don't know, since from fifth grade to sophomore year, but I quit band, not because (laughs) I didn't like doing it and I thought I was going to fail, but I quit band because of my director. Okay. Uh, We did not get along. And it's not that she was a bad director, it well, was, somebody that's just wrong for, yeah, for the way you yeah, want to like. We do did things. not get along. Yeah. I I yeah. did not like her. Yeah. See, and the that was the big part. I really wish that I would have stuck with it because I ended up right before I quit, I was learning how to play saxophone. Okay. And I really liked saxophone. That was really cool. But the the problem is also, I think that if I owned the saxophone, which I didn't own it at all, it was the schools that I was using. And if I owned the saxophone, I think that I would have been more diligent to play it and practice it because I could take it home. I couldn't take yeah. the schools home. I just right. had to practice when to I was there. there. Yeah. But yeah. I think that if I would have learned saxophone, I would have stuck with it a lot more because saxophone is such a cool instrument. It, it is really cool. I actually really like the trumpet. I, I'm kind of regretful that I quit. I was really good. I was able to pick it up really easily. Yeah. Um, And I practiced a lot until I realized that the family that we were really close with their one of their sons played trumpet right and he was really good so i was like i'm not that good 
And I mean, granted, I was three and a half years younger than him. Yeah, he had more practice. So he had way more practice than me. But like, I was, I picked it up pretty easily. I knew all the notes. It was just kind of getting good so I could get to that point. And I yeah. actually wanted to. But in sixth grade, I had a great year of band. Loved it. <laughs> you know, I just, I enjoyed it. And then this girl that I liked in seventh grade. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Was like, you know what? I'm going to take adventures in music it was a class for people who didn't want to do choir or band adventures in yeah music. so basically what, what you did class? is it was basically they taught you like the basics of like music theory stuff okay and then you played around on garage band oh okay so it's it's for for people that couldn't play any instruments and couldn't sing but still wanted to make music but still wanted to make music all right so it was pretty cool see that yeah it was a pretty cool class but i 100 percent did it because the girl that i liked was in that class <laughs> and Looking back on it, I regret that decision because, yeah. one, never even dated her. <laughs> Two, I don't think I even talked to her in that class. I, I, was, met... I was about to say, well, at least you shot your shot, but you didn't. I didn't even <laughs> shoot my shot. So you're I... just in this class. Yeah. Did you at least enjoy it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved it. I loved making songs on GarageBand. I met a really cool guy that I hung out with all the time. And yeah. like, we became really good friends during uh, middle school until he moved away. But yeah, I loved it, you know, and I wish that I'd stuck with trumpet though. And that's the thing is music has always been something that I wanted to do. Music was something that I always enjoyed and I like talking about, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't something that I, in my younger years, put the dedication into actually becoming good at the skill of making music. Right. And music is not like riding a bike where once you're, once you learn how to ride a bike, you'll really never forget it. Like once you get back on the bike, you'll be able to do it just like you were before. Because I forgot everything I, I learned in trumpet. Yeah. Everything. I've, I've and I was pretty good. Probably 80% of like the fingerings when I played baritone. I was pretty good trumpet, for a sixth grader. In, I want to clarify. I want to clarify. I was good for a sixth grader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've forgotten yeah. how to play most of the notes and yeah. how to play all the songs that I used to play. I forgot but. how to blow into the trumpet. <laughs> wow. The most and that's the most important part. Yeah. Because it's not just it it's not just the the fingers. It's also, you know, how wide your how much your mouth is open, yeah, well, you how can much you modulate it's whole notes yeah. just by and that. And that's the thing is I used to be able to do that yeah. and I was really good until I quit. So, now I don't even know how to do it. So, I, my trumpet is sitting at home at my parents' home actually yeah. in a closet and I mean when we move I'm going to have to go you know, grab it, but yep. maybe someday I'll pick it up again, but I'm a little sad because I was really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, another thing that I really enjoy and I'm okay at, everybody says that I should do it more, but I don't want to do it in front of people is singing. Oh, I yeah. enjoy singing. Oh yeah, me too. I I really like singing along to songs and trying to trying to be able to hit the notes the right way and all that stuff. But... I really enjoy doing karaoke a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of fun. Um, I'm not the greatest singer ever. Yeah, I'm not the worst singer ever. I'm like a bad singer, mediocre <laughs> singer. I think I'm. I think I'm bad, but I'm. I think it's also because I was surrounded by people who were good singers my whole life. Right. And so compared to really good singers, I'm just not there. Right. And that's. And I also have no vocal training, so. Yeah, I've never taken any any vocal training either. Like really, like there was a time where I really thought that I was I was really good. Like I, yeah. in my own head, I was like, yo, I'm so good. Yeah. And I, at that time I was really into the band Home Free. Okay. Who is yeah. a, uh, 
an acapella band, but they they almost exclusively do country songs. They get in and out of it a little bit, but and their their bass, Tim Faust is his name. He's insane. Like he can hit some crazy low notes. And I was like, yo, one day that's where I'm gonna be. <laughs> and so I was I was like learning how to do the growl notes and okay. vocal fry and all kinds of different techniques like that. And then about four months into learning how to do that, I was like, I literally just don't have the resonance in my chest to do it. Like, yeah. It's, it's almost futile <laughs> to try and learn how to do this. I'm never going to be there. Yeah. And I think that that's a difference also between vocals and instrumentalists. Because yeah. as an instrumentalist, like it doesn't take any physical talent other than being able to move your fingers and keep a beat. It doesn't Which, take any physical talent yeah. in your like in your throat as in singing does yeah stuff which, you can't I mean, control well, i'm not saying yeah. that a bad singer can't get better but what i am saying is like there is physical limitations like there yeah. is certain notes that i do you think can there's never i do hit. think there's physical limitations on instrumentalists as well um but, but it's, it's more mental and you know with it's the, much with easier quick twitch muscles in their fingers and hands yeah. and stuff like that so you can improve a lot more i think you can improve a lot more at playing an instrument than you can at singing and i guess what i'm saying is if if you have a lack of talent in both realms, you will naturally be better at an instrument than you will at vocals. Yeah. Like, well, it's, it's, well, the caveat I'm, is with certain instruments that require a ton of rhythm. And absolutely. if you just don't have any rhythm, I mean, you're just not going to be done. good at the drums. Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I've always wanted to play the drums too because I really love the drums. I love listening to drummers like Neil Peart. He's, rest in peace i yeah that hit me hard when he died the drummer of, of rush okay one of the greatest bands ever see I, don't, I know a lot about musicians and like bands i don't know anything about their like who they who's in the bands yeah couldn't tell you yeah rush consists of well consisted they broke up they actually broke up right before he passed away well a year before he passed away but getty lee amazing vocals and bass guitar alex lifeson he played electric and acoustic guitar and then uh, Neil Peart, he he was their drummer, and he was incredible, man. I remember listening to the song La Villa Stringato when I was 11 years old, hearing that, and thinking in my head, one day I want to play that. Mm. And then this goes back to the diligence thing. Like I started practicing, and it was it was more more of a frustration thing than the diligence because I did practice for a little for quite a while, but I just could not get my feet to go to be able to play the kick drum and then hit the hi-hat and then have both my hands going at something else to either. Yeah. Which like, I'm not saying that I have no hand-eye coordination because like I can drive stick really well and like that takes a little bit of hand-eye coordination, but that's that's easier in comparison. Yeah. But like, we also and have I don't rhythm. have a lack of rhythm either, but yeah. I can keep rhythm like on a cajon where it's just my hands. Yeah. I can do that. Well, keeping rhythm while days. doing a bunch of other things, that, that yeah. takes a, a level of skill. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a lot harder. Yeah, I think minus the rhythm part. If you can keep the rhythm, instruments yeah. are a lot easier to learn and, than vocals. And I agree with you. I think that you know, I mean, there's a, there's a limitation. I mean, for sure. I tried to learn how to like play instruments, and I just gave up. I never really tried to learn how to sing. Although, uh, when I was like, I forget how old I was, but I was in this uh, play for mm -hmm. my church, and I was the best in the play. I stole the show. My song. <laughs> like stole the show everybody came out to me afterwards you're such a great singer you did so good and like i was like i am the, the best <laughs> the next year the person who did the whole play built the entire play 
around me being the main character. Oh, yeah? And I had songs wow. that I had to sing. And I was able to sing those songs. The problem is I didn't know the songs well enough. So when everybody was up there in front of everybody, I just shut down. So I had a meltdown. <laughs> oh, no. And so this whole show is built around me. And I had the biggest case of stage fright. And I have never sung in front of anybody ever again. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Except for at karaoke where you're expected to make a lot of mistakes. So right. I think I'm, I give myself, but like I've never sang seriously in front of anybody ever again. Because that like destroyed all of the confidence that I had. Yeah. Not that I was like the greatest singer in the world. Like this, I'm talking <laughs> like I was the best singer in a show with like four kids that were like three years younger than me. Yeah. And nobody could sing except me. Yeah. And I was only mediocre. Yeah, I've never really done a whole lot of karaoke either. My, or I've never really done a whole lot of karaoke yeah. myself, but when I have, like, it is fun. Yeah. And, like, I do enjoy doing it, but I always, I'm always, I'm that try-hard guy that goes out and picks, like, Dream On by Aerosmith and tries to hit the really high notes and then fails and everybody laughs at you. Or, or like, Take On Me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I can, I'm with you. I can do that one. I can hit that barely. I, barely. I, I would. I would love to see that. Yeah, we're I not would, gonna do that on the I podcast. Would love this to microphone see is not designed for singing. <laughs> no, it is not. Not at all. Anybody who heard any of our out like outtakes at the beginning would oh, know yeah. that it is it's not, not no, designed for, for singing. But also that I'm not designed for singing. Either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of music that you know has really helped me get through some tough times. Um. When I was in middle school, like I used to listen to a lot of, and this is going to sound super basic, I used to listen to a lot of Coldplay. Mm-hmm. I listened to a lot of like other songs, but like Coldplay had some songs that just helped me kind of like mellow out and I had a lot of anger issues as a kid. Yeah. And so when I would listen to Coldplay, that's why I have the rule with my wife that we talked about earlier, where if a Coldplay song comes on in the middle of me driving, you cannot skip the song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It isn't, you were not allowed to because <laughs> I just, I don't know. There's that emotional connection I have with their music. Um, a day to remember there are more, uh, pop punk yeah. metal kind of not metal, but like, you know, sad boy music band. Yeah, exactly. And, um, they helped me. I, I struggled with a lot of anger and depression when I was a, a kid and that helped me kind of feel like I wasn't as alone yeah. when I was listening to it. And I think that that's, uh, like the whole emo listening to emo music like the i think too much can go too far for people like i think people it almost kind of like gets people in this trap of like for me anyway i'll speak for me because i know mental health can be different for a lot of people but for me i could get myself in the trap of like i don't have to like do anything because this is just you almost accept like this is who i am you know like i always accepted like i am depressed and i'm always going to be depressed right but you know sometimes like I could have good days. I could have better days if I stayed away from the emo music than if I listened to it. And right. some days I'd have better days because I listened to that song. And I think that part of the whole emo culture is like all of these people are listening to the same music and it can be really good or it can also be really bad. Yeah. And the the stigma around it where like, oh, everybody that listens to it is just depressed all the time. Yeah. And I think and that's also why it people- It can either grip. help yeah. them uh, come out of it but then it can also, if you're not careful, like just bring you back down. Or yeah, or keep you there. And I yeah. think that but I think the reason there's a, like there's a stigma around it. I think that's one of the reasons why people 
And that's one of the reasons I held so tightly onto it. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, that so- those songs are making you like more depressed. And it's like, you just don't get it because like the stigma around it. Right. If you understood it, you wouldn't feel that way. So yeah, I think there's, I think there's some benefits to like songs help people. Absolutely. Like there's like scientific, I'm, I'm speaking off the top of my head, so bear with me. But I, I believe there's scientific research out there that shows that, that music is incredibly beneficial to, yeah. you yeah. know, your mind, your state of mind. 100%. And I think that's that's something that is is super important to have. You know? Yeah, for me, when my so my older brother passed away in 2011 mm-hmm. in a motorcycle crash. For those of you that don't know, I don't think I've ever talked about that on the podcast before. But in 2011, I think it was around March ish. The Foo Fighters came out with a album called Wasting Light. And my brother and I both really, really love Foo Fighters. Like I still love the Foo Fighters so much. They're they're actually coming out with a new album, and I can't wait for that. But when when my older brother passed away that was the song walk on the end of that album was the last song that i listened to the night before i figured out that he that he had died and it just held so much i held so much to that song and whenever i would hear it it would just yeah i could i couldn't listen to it yeah and but i do think that there is a sort of healing in music too because there were other Foo Fighters songs that I would listen to. Their their older stuff, and even other songs on that album that were really really good and helped me. But um, there were there were also other songs that I would listen to a lot. There's this band called Real Big Fish. I don't know if you ever heard of them before. Never heard of them. They're a ska band. Okay. And yeah. it's just so many silly songs that I would listen to, and it every time that I was I was feeling down about it after after he died like i would listen to real big fish a lot and uh then another another really good one that i would listen to whenever i was feeling down even even after like now if i'm ever feeling down about anything like the the band fleetwood mac their their album rumors we were actually just talking about yeah, this we, were just, we were just listening to some of the songs on that album yeah that album just everything on that i love it it's so <laughs> good man it's just I don't know. There's so much passion and feeling in the music when yeah. they were writing it. There was there was so much discontent towards each other in the band, and they wrote this music to express their feelings towards one another in a non-hostile way. And yeah. they they wrote it all, and they were like, "All right, let's make one more really good album before we break up." And they did it, man. It's every song on that album is so good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like then there's the Queen of L.A., the old Queen of L.A. Linda Ronstadt. That's all I'm gonna say. I love her. She's so good. Don't know anything about. It's it's okay. We don't <laughs> we don't have to go into Linda Ronstadt, but yeah, yeah, she's just so good. But like the reason why I said the old Queen of LA is because there's a new quote unquote Queen of LA, and which is Miley Cyrus, because she hopped off the plane at LAX, <laughs> so she's got to be the Queen of LA by this point, because that was right. like ten years ago. Right. Right. No. Yeah. Um. She, I, I said the Queen of LA one time in regards to uh, Linda Ronstadt at lunch one time, and somebody's like, "Oh, you mean Billie Eilish?" And I was like, "Yeah, she called the Queen of LA." I I didn't even hear about that before, but apparently people have branded her as the new Queen of LA. Yikes! And then that kind of leads into like new music in general. Like there is quite a bit of new stuff coming out that is very good. Right. Yeah. But. There's also so much of it that's just exactly the same stuff, just done over and over and over. By different people, I'm different not, artists. I'm not even meaning like the song itself is repetitive. Yeah. But yeah, like the like same the style. idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
I don't know if I showed you a video a while back and we were talking about it. Um, there is a mashup of like four country songs that were all written like the same year. Yeah. They all sound. I think it was the, even more than four. I think it was like six or seven. It might have been six or seven, but they were yeah. split up all together and they just played them all back to back and it was like the same song. Yeah. Like they mashed them up they together. They had different lyrics. Yeah. But they all, like they fit together. Well, and together, even, like even the, the lyrics song. themselves. Even they were almost, similar. They were similar. They fit along. Yeah. They fit with each other. So I would say that we, we've gone very far away from like a ton of like brand new original stuff, but that's also yeah. because so many people are making music. Exactly. Shout out to SoundCloud. And then like <laughs> there's, there's back in times where there was like a whole bunch of new bands coming out and different styles of music still being created. Like yeah. we had... We had a we had a period of time where there was still like pop, old pop like the Beatles, yeah, and the Beach Boys, and then a time at at the same time bands such as like Pink Floyd coming out with this crazy new progressive stuff that nobody's ever made before, yeah, and then Black Sabbath with metal and all these different stuff coming out at the same time. Well, and I feel like a lot of like a lot of these like musicians forged the way, yeah, and now like instead of people really trying to forge the way it's almost like what's, eh, this works like what's our sound like what genre do we like and so they make music that fits inside of that genre instead of pushing you know the boundaries yeah and that so one of the biggest genres right now other than pop is country music yeah so big well, well now it's country it's, rap it's basically yeah. well country country pop country rap i call it hollywood country yeah um that's not what my saying dad. that i think that's what my dad them, calls it too what i think it's what my dad calls it too yeah I'm not saying like all of them are from Hollywood, but like there's so many people that are like, hmm, I see a lot of people are making money in the country business, such as. Um, Although I think that's a lot of Nashville. Nashville is becoming yeah. like it's Nashville country Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, it's country Hollywood. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been out there a couple times. It's just it's basically Hollywood. Yeah, it's it's all very, very produced. Like, so the beauty yeah. Of what country used to be, like with Johnny Cash and Waylon Jennings and like all those guys. So like Johnny Cash in his first time recording, they come in there and they've just got the guitar, the bass, and that's about it. Like they had some yeah. drums, but he starts playing and he's just got this really simple tune and he's singing along. And then he's like, uh, we don't really have anything <laughs> to else to play so the electric guitar player just starts a lick and it's just that's and it's one of the most uh iconic things in country now like johnny cash paved the way for a lot of that stuff yeah and his his different stylistic stuff versus now all of the the drum machines and stuff in in country music and the overproduction of it but i mean there's so much of it that's just really repetitive <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of, like, just everything nowadays. Music, movies, it's all... Yeah. We talked about that a while back, too. Yeah. You know, a lot of things are becoming repetitive just in culture in general. Um, which kind of brings me to think about, like, you know, what songs now are we in, like, 20 years going to be considering iconic jams? Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's... So, speaking of that, there's actually a game that I've seen um, on... I believe it was a YouTube channel called Loudwire... And they call it jam or not a jam. And they bring on famous musicians and play a few songs for them and say, is this a jam or is this not a jam? And it's, it's fun. Like it's, it's interesting to watch. Yeah. To so instead them. of having famous people, you have us. Yeah. I think yeah. we should play it for a moment. Okay. Like, yeah. I'm down. Just as, as the end of this episode, we'll, we'll jam or not a jam. No. Yeah. It'll be lit. 
All right, so the way we're going to do this is one of us will say a song, and then the person that said it will say, this is a jam, or this is not a jam. And then the other person will retort back, say if they believe it's a jam or not a jam, and then we can talk about it for a few seconds, whatever we want to do. Okay. Yeah, I'm but, down. So, first, Firework by Katy Perry. Jam. Bro, that's an iconic song. That's it's, an iconic song. It's uh, ridiculously I will, good. I will Honestly, say, I will say, uh, I, I would, uh, yeah, I'd agree. It's a jam. Yeah, so it's a jam. When that movie, have you ever seen the movie The Interview? Yes. Oh gosh. <laughs> when when Kim Jong Un is in the tank and Firework starts playing. <laughs> Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? drifting through the wind it's so good man it's hilarious and it's it's a hilarious in that scene and it's it's just a song that it's iconic it is so iconic when people think about like songs of like the the 2000s generations they're gonna think about that one yes man it hit so hard when you were like i do feel like a plastic bag (laughs) drifting through the wind wanting to start again like Like a house of cards yeah like one blow from cave oh man you feel like oh it's good yeah no so before we move on to the next one what makes a jam so for me it's got to be like iconic yeah like it's got to be able to like be timeless kind of like what makes a really good book or a really good movie it's got to be able to transcend time Uh, so timelessness timelessness um i would say singability not necessarily like it doesn't have to be easy to sing but like you have to be able to know the words and like as soon as like it comes on in the car Mm -hmm. like no matter if you're around like the coolest people in the world you gotta be like yeah like my my song i'll 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 talk to you about yeah next but um yeah i think those are are there any categories you would like to add to that i think i just think timelessness and like if it comes on if like everybody's like yeah this song you know everybody sings it Okay. So, yeah, what's yours? The song that I would choose is A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> Bro, it's iconic. It was in the movie. It was Wait, in the hold movie. Hold on, we're not doing yeah, this right. Okay. Jam? It's jam. Jam. Hardcore jam. Jam. <laughs> Bro, that is the jam of my generation. Yeah, if that song comes on when you're in the car, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's like, it was in the movie White, White Chicks. Chicks. Oh. Iconic scene. Yeah. Seeing it, Terry Crews <laughs> sing that song, man. It just brings a smile to my face. It'll always be a jam. Our generation will always look at that song as, oh, that's that's our jam. So that's a jam. All right. Uh, All right. Jam or not a jam? I believe in a thing called love by the darkness. Jam. Jam? 100%. (laughs) You didn't even let me say it. It's a jam. It's (laughs) a jam. It's a jam. It is 100% a jam. It's when when you're in the car and there's a whole bunch of people in the car. And if, if four out of five people in the car... Don't sing it like something's wrong. Well, you know, I mean, if four out of five people, if I'm in the car, I'm taking up half the space, so <laughs> half cramped. the people can't breathe, so they wouldn't be able to sing. But if they could breathe, if we were in a big SUV, with, if we were in an roomy, SUV with a ton of room, everybody's yeah, singing. That I think song. that that should be a, that should be another criteria. If we're in an SUV, seven seater SUV with five people, yeah, if, if everybody's singing. If we're in a jam. four, if we're in a four seat car with five people, <laughs> and I'm in the car, not a jam. We did. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> yeah. But like a song, there's some yeah. stupid high notes in there. That guy can oh, yeah. sing, man. It's, he's it's he's brilliant. Got him. He's got him. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So, all right, this is this is gonna be my 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 secret jam all right. that I love. Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. That's a secret jam to me. Uh, it's like a it's like a half jam. Uh, half jam. I could I could get behind half jam a little bit. So not a jam. I would say not a jam personally. Not a jam. Because Bro. every time that I hear the Jonas Brothers, it just always 
devolves into burning up or burning burning up for you or whatever it's Bro, called. Bro, all of those oh, songs God. are iconic. Oh man. No. Yes. No. Yes. Uh-uh. I could oh, not, man. man. Holy cow. Unironically, love or, love well, the Jonas Brothers a little bit. It's it's okay. I when also was like out, their age when they came out with like that's their true. song. That's true. So like when when Sucker came out, I remember like all of everybody's like, yo, the Jonas Brothers are coming out with new music <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. And then it came out and it was played on the radio. I think it's still played on the radio oh, yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah, all the time. It's like, eh. It's on when, my personal when I, playlist. When I, <laughs> I sing when, every word. When I hear it, I'm like, eh, it's, it's and, all right. And, and I admit, it's not everybody's jam. Yeah, that's But fair. it is a jam to me. That's like, fair. In my head, I'll always look at like Sucker and I'll be like, this is a good song. <laughs> like, I got to sing it. In the yeah. car, no matter if like my wife is there, whether whoever's around, I will sing that song. Yeah. So, so to me, it's a personal jam. I don't know. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, all right, I've got a, I've got a little obscure one here. So, there's this this wonderful band. Okay. They uh they play a little sort of extreme music. Uh huh. They they came out with an album recently called Extreme Power Metal. Okay. This band is Dragon Force. I know you've heard oh, of them. Okay, yeah. yeah. Every yeah. song the fire sounds the, the same. Flames. Yeah, that's, 100%. That's not the song that I'm saying, which okay. jam, obviously. Jam, obviously. But yeah, 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 100%. There's a song that needs to be an anthem for... So do you remember a few... Or whenever Donald Trump started talking about the Space Force? Yeah. This song should be their anthem. It's called Troopers of the Stars. Can, jam. Can, can you play that for me real quick? Absolutely. This is copyrighted music. We don't have a team of lawyers, and fair use is too hard to figure out. Uh, that would be a jam if more people would actually listen to it. <laughs> so my roommate, he absolutely loves Dragon Force. He hasn't taken the time to do it with this album yet, but all of their old stuff, he knows every single word to every single one of their songs. I believe it. And he learned he learned them like when he was 7 years old is when he started on <laughs> Dragon Force. But one That's day amazing. one day he'll have he'll have extreme power metal down. There's another song on that on that album called Highway to Oblivion. Yeah. Absolutely I, I would gorgeous. say I would say not a jam just because it is not mm. iconic in the way of like if it comes on like Bohemian Rhapsody or I like agree. some of those so, songs. According so, to our rules. Not a jam. Not a jam. But in my own personal preference. From what I just listened to, jam. jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I got I got one more. Okay. That's that's a little bit out there. It's an emo song from my old days. Alright. Uh cute without the E. Cut. It's it's cute without the E. <laughs> oh wait, is that the actual name of it? Yeah. Like, cute without the E. It's spelled out like yeah. that. Yeah. It's like cut, and then like in parentheses, like the E. It's like you, oh, okay. You, yeah. All right. So yeah. Let's, let's, play that let's for listen you. to that one too. Yeah. So this is copyrighted. Mm, fair use is hard because we don't have lawyers. We don't want to get sued. All right. So uh, I would say. I would say so for those of you that are listening. Obviously, we can't play this music. Well, we have the little yeah, thing in there that you, know, you got to enjoy. But um, <laughs> let me give you a taste of the vocals. There, there are several other bands that use these same sort of vocals, but it's you know, and yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's it's gorgeous. Oh, but it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah. There are there are plenty of bands like that that have jam songs, you know. Yeah. But for this, I would say according to our rules, again, 
not a jam, but jam, jam. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, I think I think that everybody in like the pop punk culture, or like yeah, pop punk. Yeah. Everybody in that who knows this song, jam, jam for sure. And people who are like into that kind of stuff, jam. If you're mm-hmm. outside of that, not, not a, jam. a jam. But I feel like that goes for so many different things. Absolutely. Like I feel like somebody might listen to a country song and be like, "Yo, this is an absolute." amazing song and if i listened to it i'd be like nah you know what gets me so uh, <laughs> let me we'll, we'll finish this episode off with a little story i hope you enjoyed jam or not a jam though if, if if you guys liked it let us know we maybe we'll play it again but anyway so oh we're definitely gonna play it again because yeah, i loved it i loved it but in my art class in in middle school into the beginning of high school my art teacher would listen to nothing but this radio station 93.1 the river they played all this garbage country, uh, pop country music, and the worst song, I hate it. Parking lot party. Have you never heard, that heard song? of that. Oh, no. you're lucky. Yeah. You're lucky. It would come on, and all of these freaking people in my class are just, Ooh, I love this song, and I'm like, no, it's terrible. <laughs> Nobody listened to me. I feel it, like it I feel like way too much. I was like that, but instead of with, because where I was from, yeah, it was rap. Yeah. So I feel like I was like that with rap, and you were like that with country where you're from. It's yeah. Just, you and know, now, somebody's got to stand up in the crowd to say, this, <laughs> this is, is not this going is to be a jam. Yeah. <laughs> and But yeah, so like, I think we've talked about quite a bit about music today. Yeah. About the greatness of music, the jam or not a jam that we played, talking about how people have differing opinions of music, how music is hard to make. Yeah, for sure. Very hard. It's so hard to get into. It takes a lot of practice, but hey. You know what doesn't take practice? <laughs> Listening you know. to the Marlar. <laughs> Say it again. Listening to the malarkey of your mind. Yep, that's or... right. Listening to the malarkey of my Listening mind. to yeah. the malarkey of my mind. That's right, yep. Takes no practice at all. It's it's very easy. You can start anytime. Come out Mondays at noon, every single week, Eastern time. I don't think that we've said Eastern time before. Most of our listeners are on the East Coast. Yeah. But... Although now it'll still have to come out at well, most of our listeners are East Coast. But I'm going to be moving to Central Time. Yeah, me too. Well, I'm going to move to Central Time. So, That's where I'm from. So Nebraska. we'll be still releasing it noon, noon. Eastern Time. Central oh. Time will be 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. So. But anyway, guys, this has been the Malarkey of My Mind. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.